Hello, everyone. Hope you're all doing well. My name is Brace Harris. And my name is Victoria Fenton. And we are... Unveil. Lovely. Welcome to episode two. Episode two. Slash. Slash. Point. Four or five? I have no I idea. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> the, the secret to this, guys, is that we are recording slightly out of order, um, and we are kind of mixing it up a bit. So we have recorded this episode once, <laughs> and we're re-recording it, um, basically because we're just getting our feet with this whole podcasting pup. <laughs> See? Yep. <laughs> See? <laughs> podcasting game. There we go. Yes. Podcasting game. Podcasting. Wow. <laughs> See? Wow. I can't even do it right. It's infectious. Podcasting. <laughs> It's like, what? Like, uh, cask, alcohol, beer. Hmm, maybe later. <laughs> maybe later. Really ex- Are we Ma- keeping all of this in the podcast? Well, Grace? it's... Uh, why not? What time is it? It is 1.30. It's happy hour somewhere. In your brain. Great. <laughs> right. All right. Sorry. Getting back to more serious topics. Serious topics. Yes. yes. What are we talking about today? Why coaching? Right. So we've given you our little introduction to a brief overview of who we are and what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really interesting to understand, particularly from my trajectory and yours as well, like why coaching? And then we want to get in today. So stick with us through the general theory because we do want to talk about what Unveil Coaching is all about and what we do within our business. Yes, which is... Which is... Yeah, it's very exciting. <laughs> right, we get excited when we talk about it. So we hope we can convey that on our podcast because we love the reason we built what we've built is because we're passionate so passionate about the way we do what we do and we get to i feel take coaching a step further and i say a step but (laughs) you know that that could vary on how large that step could possibly be for someone absolutely and and it's um yeah it's really about leveraging everything that we think could support a human being. Mm. Mm. Um, so, so we'll get into the juicy topics about that later. But first, yeah. let's start with the super theoretical, like why coaching. And for me, I think it's useful if we go into just a little bit of a th- story about why you've got into coaching and why I've got into coaching, because it, mm-hmm. it it illustrates quite well the power of coaching. And when you know the power of coaching, the why becomes obvious. Yes. Um, would you like to? Take a run. How about you go first? I'll go first. Yeah, because yours is, I think mine is going to lead us into our coaching as well. Got it. All right. I love it. I love it. So how did you Mm -hmm. find coaching? Why don't you give our listeners a little bit of your backstory? The Bruce Harris CV. (laughs) (laughs) So um, my personal journey, um, I studied acting my entire life. I thought that entertainment was where I was going to shine and thrive. And um, it was my way of helping people, I guess. Right. Uh, or, or my way of facilitating some sort of healing mm. for people. I believe that um, deep emotion and you know storytelling is a great way to, in a therapeutic way yeah. for people to move through some of the stuff in their lives. That's mm-hmm. why people love music, why mm-hmm. they love theater, why they love art. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it can, it's limitless. Yeah. Um, and acting was mine, mm. I thought, mm-hmm. uh, for so long. I started acting when I was in the second grade and I just 
done it ever since. It's what so I do. Second grade, just for our British listeners, what what age is second grade? Ah, uh, so second grade, probably six years old. Oh, Lord, you're young. Yes. So yes, yeah, so like around six. Ah, yes, I am. Um, <laughs> but I still feel like in my heart, that's part. That's definitely part oh, of me. Too. Yeah. Um, but I went all the way up my bachelor's degree, my master's degree. Um, master's degree in what? My master's degree in fine arts. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Ain't no shame in this game. Come mm-hmm. on. No, I, I uh, did the master's and then I moved out to L.A. because film. <laughs> because it's Hollywood. Well, yeah. Well, and then film for me was a way to, in my mind, access a, a broader audience to be able to touch more people. And that may sound sure. like I'm full of manure and a horse's patoot but that's the way uh, that I saw everything Mm -hmm. and I came out to LA um, with one of my classmates and started and didn't get very far Mm -hmm. Uh, and I learned very quickly that the business side of it was something that I didn't necessarily enjoy Mm -hmm. and it's sad because I didn't learn that lesson quick enough I just kept trying to force it yeah Uh, I love the art side but the business side was not something that clicked for me yeah um and there's a whole myriad of reasons for that a lot of personal stuff which is really how I got into coaching um and I'd been out here about 15 years and worked here and there and some years were better than others, but it was was never fulfilling. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of lost and I felt very stuck in my life and I was afraid to try anything else because Mm -hmm. I had spent so much time and energy doing this one thing. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who I was outside of that, Mm -hmm. you know, so that really defined a lot for me about who I was. Mm. And if I can't do this, then what am I worth? What am I? It's like, ah, and I would, but I was too scared to really go for it. Like full on, just no holds barred Mm -hmm. because I had so many personal things within me that Mm -hmm. were holding me back. And it's Mm. like, well, if you go for it for real Mm -hmm. and you fail, Mm. oh shit, what Mm -hmm. does that mean for you? So I literally had done some mind gymnastics and would self-sabotage and blow big auditions. And, mm. and I was like, why, you know? Mm. And when the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. and for a lot of us, it was a time to really slow down. Mm. We were forced to slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was working as a server mm. in a restaurant and... It was, everybody was basically laid off. Mm. And so it was just a lot of sitting and thinking and reflecting. Mm. And it's like, what do you, what do you want out of life? And I was talking to my buddy who I moved out to LA with. Mm -hmm. And we were on the phone, we had reconnected. And he said, how's acting going? I was like, (laughs) what acting? Mm. And he's like, basically, do you want to do that anymore? No. What do you want to do? Have no idea. Mm. And he's like, well, I've known you for many years. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know your talents. I know what you're good at. Mm-hmm. He's like, and what we studied is actually super helpful mm. in what I do. And he's mm-hmm. like, I don't know if you necessarily know what I do. Mm-hmm. And I kind of 
vaguely knew, but I, I didn't necessarily uh, know full on. And he was like, all right, if somebody put a gun to your head right now, I got, ahead, I got ahead of myself actually in the story, but he said, if somebody put a gun to your head right now, and was like, you have to pick a career right this second. Don't think about it. What would you say? And I said, uh, uh, gun to my head. I would say, I want to help people. Mm-hmm. He's like, great. Awesome. Mm. That makes sense for who I know you to be. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for you? Mm. I was like, yeah. Such a coach question. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I was like, this person, by the way, is a very well-renowned coach. Yes, so, very so well-renowned. Yeah, and super of, talented. There's a lot of uh, ninja tricks that you can tell in the story. So. Yes, and he loves me and cares about me. And, and then he said, I don't know if you know what I do. Yeah. He's like, I have got some big things coming up. Mm-hmm. Um you should really think about this. If, if helping people is something that you love, you want to do, and you want to make a career out of it, mm. this could be a potential for you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, read these books mm-hmm. if you're interested. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely was because mm-hmm. I'm fascinated by psychology and the way the human mind, the body, the spirit all works. Mm. Uh, it's just something naturally that had always been in me. And mm. you know, through acting, all we did was study relationships between characters. Mm. Like, why does a character do this? Yeah. What do they want at the core mm-hmm. of every action that they do? Because acting is all about the human condition and motivation. Yes. And so I actually love what he said in terms of what we studied is super useful for what you both now do. It's, it's a very relevant observation. Yes. Mm. Um, so you read the books. So I read the books. Um, I took the workshops and the classes and stuff, and he's like... I have this big opportunity mm-hmm. coming up. He's like, myself and three other master coaches are developing a school. Mm-hmm. He said, it's going to be this amount of time. It's going to be this amount of money. Which was not insignificant. It was not insignificant. <laughs> and there's a lot of potential here. Mm. And I said yes. Mm. And I had been, because I had read these books, done these excuse me, workshops, I was like, absolutely, I'm going to do it. I was, I was a yes. I was like, what do I have to lose? First mm. off, you can always make more money. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, if I decided this is not something that I want to do, mm-hmm. I was forever changed. And this is what I... This is about the yeah, power of coaching. The power of coaching. Like mm. I, I was like already making huge shifts in my life, those stuck places were becoming very much unstuck. I was seeing, you know, why I was the way that I was. Mm-hmm. Why was I stuck? Why did I think that acting was the only the only way? Yeah. You know, and also why you were getting in your own way, why you were self sabotaging. All of that starts to be revealed when you start to study yourself as a coach of yourself. Yes, um, and I did it, and I loved it, and I was like, there's so much opportunity here to give back Mm -hmm. to really allow people that know deep down that there is more that they have more to offer Mm -hmm. and to help but they don't really know how to get there Mm -hmm. coaching is a way it's It's a way to get it's a huge it's a a very powerful powerful way to get to that place Mm -hmm. in your life where you're like oh my gosh 
Yeah. I can breathe. breathe. I can I can love myself. Mm-hmm. I can love myself with all the baggage and the garbage that I've been carrying my whole life as well. Right. So it's not these things that I'm trying to get rid of. It's actually things that make me that much more powerful. Mm-hmm. And you almost start to... Well, you do start to see these things as gifts as opposed to curses. And my life shifted tremendously. The way I move through the world, the way I see the world is completely different, but still the same. Yeah. And I think it's it's worth saying that during this this course, uh, you were being coached, coaching other people. Yes. And had a lot of intensive coaching yourself. Many, 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 many Many hours. hours. Many, many, many many hours. Um, And because of my God-given natural gifts and the community that was built around uh, this course, I was able to excel, like, really quickly. Really quickly. And that was a great feeling, Mm -hmm. and I just knew that I was on the right path. Mm -hmm. It was like um, I was given these... (laughs) I don't know why I was thinking about Wiley Coyote and how he puts the the rocket on the skates or yes. the and yeah. just lights it fast. and it just goes way super super fast. Right. Except I'm not running into a wall or getting crushed by a massive boulder. Nope. I'm actually able to break through those because of what I've been able to learn, what I've been able to facilitate for others, mm-hmm. and I want to share that. Mm. And I want to make people realize what has been within them Mm -hmm. this entire time yes and all the things within them that have been in their way to actually realizing their full potential absolutely Mm. and that's that's the magic of coaching you like nobody gets through this life as themselves like we nope we start ending up if you think you can do it by yourself you're full of shit and i apologize if you're offended by that but if you're triggered by it that's probably something you should look into well this is interesting because that's not actually what i meant i was like nobody gets through this like as themselves <laughs> no but it's true as themselves because we're all like protecting ourselves against stuff and so mm. we end up in this world of like just doing the things we think we should because we made a decision when we were whatever age we were about who we, we thought we were and who we should be. And, yeah, and who and our who parents we told were. us we were. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. coaching is the opportunity to really question absolutely everything and go right back to source, to your source, mm-hmm. and connect to, hmm, so what happens if it all went away tomorrow? And a lot of people had the opportunity to look at that during the pandemic. It's like, what happens if everything wasn't how I thought it was? And it's mm. questioning every mm. single received wisdom, every single belief that you've just fallen into and haven't even thought that, oh my God, that's actually just a belief. And coaching is that supportive container which can allow you to start to ask these questions without feeling like you're doing it without a security net and without a you know some, a safe place to land. Mm. And that's what, as coaches, we see ourselves as, is that safe place to land for somebody to really get stuck in the shit and go through all the terrible, yeah. terrifying things with help and support and guidance and somebody who's always beaming at them their highest potential whilst they're still in, you know, trauma and like all the darkness yeah. and not making the darkness a problem. Like completely saying, you know, it's all it's all fine. It's all there. It's all welcome. It's all you. Yeah. And all of it is miraculous and can allow you to transform but that transformation is just an emergence it's not really a transformation it's a remembering it's a coming back home to yourself that's exactly right because your life will throw a million different things at you and that starts we naturally as human beings start to allow that to define us just because it's 
safety. Oh, yeah, like your, your body is designed to keep you safe. And if you have to manipulate what you authentically are to stay safe in whatever environment you find yourself in. You'll the, do it. Yeah, you will do it. And then you'll stay there. Mm-hmm. And you won't recognize that that's just a pattern of, or a behavior or a manipulation or a contortion that you've adopted in one circumstance. And suddenly you're decades later still doing it. And you, you don't even know why or where it came from. And like having a coach is an opportunity to stop and go, is that authentic? Is that, you know, really me? Or is that something that I've stepped into because I thought I had to or did actually have to at some stage? Yeah. And I always say in my coaching, it's like, not everything's a problem. Like people are like, oh, I've got this complex of thought process. And I'm like, well, that's not actually a problem. That's just part of your characteristics. And it's, but we don't stop enough in life to pause and slow down and go, what is innately me? What have I just started to believe is innately me, but actually is my adopted mm. identity? Mm. And acting is a very interesting way into this because it's like you spend so much of your career being other, well, you spend all of your career being other people and it really brings an awareness of what's authentic and what's not. And I remember one of our really early conversations where you're like, I know when people are lying because you see it because you know when people are acting. And that's one of your (laughs) magic parts as a coach. You can tell when people are acting to you. And they do. I mean, God, guys, our clients try and like pull the ball over our eyes all the time. Not like intentionally, but they're they're caught up in their own narrative. And and they're just reciting it again and again. Mm -hmm. And having skilled coaches is that is that potential of having somebody to see through your narratives and like pop your bubbles, but also catch you as you fall. And that's the magic of having a, a coach. And it's okay to pop your bubbles. Right. It is okay to, what is it, kill your darlings? Yes. Yeah, is that yeah, the yeah. expression? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Mm. Mm. Because you're going to have your coach there mm-hmm. to hold you mm. and be like, you know, there's a monster in the closet. All right, well, let's let's look. Let's look. It's like... Because I've got the flashlight. Yeah. Torch for our English listeners. And we're going we're gonna to go into the devil's den. Yeah. And we'll go and we'll explore. And I would say 9.5 times out of 10, you find something magical and worthwhile. And there is a lesson Mm. there. And even if that lesson is actually, oh gosh, I've been into the the Dragon's... Did you say Dragon's Den? Devil's Den. Devil's Den. I was like, Mm. Dragon's Den's TV program. Um, You've been into the Devil's Den and you emerged. And you're safe. You're, you're still safe. Yeah. You and you safe. never would have gone there without your coach. Right. And, it's and that's ex- okay. Yeah. And it's that experiential memory of having that knowledge that you've been to where you thought you could never go and you have survived. Mm. And not just survived, but probably excelled because you went somewhere. And having that like support to do that is the bit that makes you feel able to do it. Yes. Mm. And the, the best part is about my job that I love so much is that at the end of the day, what my ultimate goal is, is to coach myself out of a job. 100%. I want to build human beings that can move through this life and check themselves mm-hmm. and go into the darkness themselves. Mm-hmm. Like still to this day, I'm, I'm like, all right, I need to look at this. Mm-hmm. I was triggered by this. I had a fear come up about this that doesn't necessarily make sense mm-hmm. for who I know that I am. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go in and look at that. And mm-hmm. I can do it by myself now and mm-hmm. find healing in that. Mm-hmm. And guys, that is super empowering. When you can go in your own heart and mind and soul and explore your own demons and know that it's okay. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's a little bit of scariness to it. But man, mm. well, to have that power, forget yeah. about it. 
and, and priceless priceless <laughs> you can tell he's passionate about it yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting because yeah like we can do it ourselves and and you've had the opportunity to witness how I live in the last couple of months and yeah. how intense and um, consistent and attentive my own personal process is, just how I live life. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you'll, we'll have a like fun event where we'll be with our friends or whatever. And then like, I'll have like at least six things to work through from it. And like, I'll share with it the next day with, I'll share it with you the next day. And you're like, how, how, who does that? And I'm like, that me, I do that because I am so committed to my, self not self-improvement personal development all these words are terrible but just to my core and my soul feeling safe and comfortable in my own skin Mm -hmm. and for me that is a constant journey it will be a journey for the rest of my life and there are times when I can do it myself and I do a relentless journaler and do stuff myself but we are each other's coach we have coaches because there are times when you just need somebody else's perspective and insight and we do it all the time like we set aside our time for work and if one of our personal stuff is coming up in that moment in time that's part of our job and it's part of our work and we stop and we attend to that and the other beautiful thing about coaching is we now have developed skills and uh, a heightened intuition Mm -hmm. about where issues might issues i don't know it's like i've been around you too much i'm I'm like using liquid use now (laughs) um and we have insights Mm -hmm. into what may be the problem Mm -hmm. we are able to connect dots where a lot of people may not be able to sure and you are a literal guys victoria fenton is literally a ninja at this. You want to talk about surgical, like being able to hear one sentence that you say and be able to break it down. And she knows 10 levels deep where that sentence came from. She can do it, but she didn't get to that in an easy way. I've talked about my journey. Now let these guys in on your, and Pay attention because I've never heard anything like this before. You want to talk about unique and special? Go. I'm not going to stop blowing smoke up your ass. Do your thing. So my journey. So as everyone is, you know, you get to teenage life and you're living however you think you should live. And I had my own share of traumas as a kid and my own share of kind of shadows and angst as a teenager and was dealing with all of that and was not really dealing with all of that, to be honest. Um, And actually Mm. went away on holiday um, and had a really traumatic experience. So in very short, um, I drank a lot of really nice alcohol. Um, I was 17 at the time was away with my dad and my stepmom, drank a lot of booze, ate a lot of rich food and series of events. And that night I was incredibly, incredibly unwell and I had vomited incredibly forcefully. I don't remember it, mm. but I woke up and there was just vomit everywhere and I felt terrible internally. And so I couldn't work it out. Um, I didn't understand how I, I was feeling. I just felt burning all the way in my esophagus. And of course you've been sick, so you just think, oh. Yeah, stomach but, acid. Right, yeah. exactly. Um, but from that moment, I was not able to eat. So I would try to eat food and I would 
just bring it straight back up. It would just literally be a regurgitation. It wasn't even vomiting. It never even got as far as my stomach. It was just regurgitations. And because of all the trauma and the not really being safe in my own skin, I didn't tell anyone. And I didn't tell anyone for probably seven months. And I really didn't eat very much during that time at all. And obviously people started to notice I'd lost a lot of weight and I was an overweight teenager. So I was getting a lot of compliments, which is a huge mindfuck because you're like, I know how this is happening and I'm not doing it, but I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's wrong with my body. Um, and it was super stressful, um, stressful because it was my final year of uh, what, what we call sixth form in the, in the UK, which is just before you go to university. And I was, you know, vice captain of school, um, performing in school play, taking my grade eight pianos. There was a lot going on and I just had to get through it. And I held myself together. And then eventually my mom called me out on it and she was like, what is going on? And from that moment, I embarked on what looks like a health healing journey. Um, but unfortunately, because of my age and the grade A student and all that kind of stuff, I was misdiagnosed with eating disorders from the very beginning. And that's actually the best thing that ever happened to me, but it's the hardest thing that ever happened to me because in essence, when you go through that journey and it turned into a decade of not having a diagnosis for what was actually happening to me physically. Um, and I lost the majority of my body weight. I have been hospitalized on five separate occasions. I almost died at least three times. Um, and that's not being melodramatic. That yeah. is my parents yeah. being told that I wasn't going to make it through the night. Um, but the benefit of being told that it was all in my head is that I began my journey into self-reflection and self-awareness when I was 17. And I'm very lucky because my mum had also been exposed to alternative and complementary medicines and astrology, something called human design, which is now super popular, but in mm -hmm. 2004 was not at all. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. If you guys don't know about human design, it's, <laughs> it's like, whoa, yeah. how accurate Yes. Uh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Gene Keys. So I was in the beginning of all of these things. Mm -hmm. So I was trained by Ra, who's the originator of human design, and then trained with Richard, who, and was a big part of the development. Richard Rudd. Yeah. Richard Rudd. Yeah. yeah. For Gene Keys. And that was all whilst I was ill, all as an attempt to just get myself better. And at that point, it was very much like, oh, I can, if I just do the inner work hard enough, I'll get better. If I just am spiritual enough, I will get better. Um, and the truth for me is that that was a huge part of it. In fact, it was the majority of me getting okay with myself. I actually needed a physical diagnosis. So for me, I do have a genetic connective tissue disorder, which mm. we found out a decade later. Yeah. And I also had, by that time, because of the health consequences, I had a whole slew of other conditions, which I can list, but it's long words and medical terminology, but I was really unwell and really reactive. So a big important one was something called Marcel activation syndrome, which essentially just means that my immune system would react to everything. I'd touch a strawberry, I'd come out in hives, all that kind of stuff, um, which again, made eating very difficult. Hmm. What we found out much later in my journey was that what had happened that night is that I'd ruptured my esophagus which is a pretty extreme thing to do, but it's possible when you have a connective tissue disorder, particularly my type of connective tissue disorder, um, because it means that my internal tissues are very vulnerable. Um, and I'm, I know this isn't a short version of this story, but <laughs> trying to keep it as short as possible, I got all my labels and my diagnoses and got the one bit of paper where the um, rheumatologist said that it could explain all that I've been through in the last decade, and then no help. 
it was like, well, you're just going to have to manage this for the rest of your life. I was still very underweight. I was still very unwell and very unable to eat. So they were like, well, what we're going to do is we're going to put a tube into your stomach and feed you with formula feed into your stomach. And that's how you're going to live for the rest of your life. And I don't understand why they thought this was a good idea, but they did. And so this is what my last specialist did and discharged me with the tube in my stomach. Uh, This was about 2012. Uh, and I just reacted terribly and it was awful and it was a big wake up moment which was like hang on like nobody's helping people are just patching up and telling me that I had to live with something that's and I'm how old am I then like like early 20s mid 20s I can't even remember like it's just horrific and I just had my fuck it moment my come to Jesus moment my it's not going to be this way moment and I studied nutrition studied naturopathy studied functional medicine and became incredibly qualified um, and got myself better through becoming aware of not actually the functional medicine stuff but the nervous system so everything about my functional medicine practice and i ran a very successful functional medicine practice for about seven years in in the uk was based on the nervous system because if you know anything about the nervous system it is what you were talking about earlier that hypervigilance that we step into that stress that tension Mm. is it comes from the nervous system but the nervous system affects the physiology as well so if you think of an immune system condition what tells the immune system to fight or not to fight it's not just the presence of an enemy we are walking through viruses and pathogens all the time it's your nervous system which says I'm this stressed, this is how threatened I feel right now, fight everything. And that's where my nervous system was. So me becoming aware of that from a medicine perspective allowed me to really heal from a nervous system perspective. And that's a little bit to do with food and nutrition, but majority to do with inner work and actually getting myself safe in my skin again. So would you would you say that you were able to temper your nervous system so it wasn't Fighting, fighting the good things as well because it seemed like anything that came in absolutely. you were like it was like no 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 yeah absolutely anything yeah. and so that and I realized and you know you get into functional medicine and it's very much all restrictive diets and you know cut all these things out and maybe don't do that and like it, it becomes very and I just instinctively knew it was wrong and I just was like hang on a second the stress of elimination and restriction, etc., is trying to treat a system that's born out of stress, like a symptom that's born out of stress, mm. with the same tool that is actually causing the problem in the first place. So I, in my functional medicine career, developed this very unique way of working with patients, and it very much is all about inner work, nervous system optimization, and tempering, as you said, and mm-hmm. really understanding how can we turn this tension down. And it's a true belief of mine that so many of the modern medical illnesses which are chronic in nature so autoimmune conditions you know all the stuff with digestive problems that we have there is a little bit to do with the environment but it's a heck of a lot to do with us and how we're actually processing life and you and I have conversations about the symbolism of symptoms a lot and it's a real like I've lived through the reality of how to heal from death from nearly dying and that is it's a it's a it's a 20 year experience and through that I have used every tool in the book I have truly had to do it the hard way Mm. um, and I had to work it all out myself so when it comes to why I am a coach it's because I don't believe that anybody should have to do what I did it's like you don't need to do this on your own there are ways through and there are so many things that we think oh that's just physical I just have to put up with it or it's physical I need a medication solution for it and medication has a time and a place it does yeah 
inner work is absolutely Huge. everything and it's disproportionately powerful in from what people believe in terms of what it can do to what it can actually do yeah and the fact that i am sitting here with you yeah you're living LA, proof <laughs> yeah, Li- right. living proof ladies and, and gentlemen and yeah. you know my decisions in my life have been quite frankly batshit crazy people would look at me and go oh my good god <laughs> so speaking of our pandemic stories like i was about to set up a multidisciplinary clinic in the center of london with um a chiropractor, a nutritionist, health coach. I was really trying to bring people in for, for reasons that are not particularly relevant to share. I kind of had a pause and this was before the pandemic hit and before it was something maybe happening in China was where we were at with pandemic stuff. And I was like, I need to pause. I need to, because this is an investment of funds, of time, of energy. I need to double check that this is really what I want to do. So I literally, in the space of half an hour, packed up everything in my packed in, maybe not is the better expression, everything in my London life. I handed in my notice on my flat. I, you know, decided to leave all my music societies. I just ended my life. I handed in my notice on the, the clinic, everything. Emailed all my clients, said, we're going online. And I went off to South Africa for five weeks. And best decision I could have ever made because I would have had a very expensive London clinic earning no money because of the pandemic. But I got locked down there, stayed there for 18 months. But the first day of the South African lockdown, I remember talking to a dear friend out there and I was saying to him, there's something missing. I am not being me yet. I think I need to go back to the gene keys, the human design, the soul level stuff, because I'm still wandering around with this identity of a functional medicine practitioner and people are still coming to me for it. And I'm trying to leverage in the inner work and sometimes people were up for it and sometimes people like just weren't like people sometimes want the magic bullet supplement protocol solution right so i spent the pandemic getting really into knowing that my nervous system work was my superpower my tool and really identifying my skills in intuition and all of that and really finding myself again within the soul level work that i had been a part of right at the beginning of my illness and I too was looking for something and different route through, um, but was uh, following somebody who was doing a relationships course. And I was like, do I, do I need to call in my king right now? And then, then she, being one of the other four master coaches on the coaching course that you did, um, promoted this coaching course. And I was like, this is what I need because two things I need to just get a certificate to validate myself in my own heart that this is exactly what I do and it's what I do naturally and it's literally an emanation of my soul expression Mm -hmm. but also I needed to buy a community I literally needed to purchase friends Mm. because I was stuck in the middle of South Africa and I was like if I you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with if I spend like time with these four people meaning the four master coaches I'm literally up leveling and stepping into this identity little did I know that the entire community we're going to be stellar human beings, of course, because like... Was it a like a lightning bolt moment to decide to do the course? Oh, I got the email and like I rang my credit card company. It was like, no, no, I really want to make this payment right now, awesome. today. That's cool. I didn't even go on the website. And I told my friend about it and he was like, I've been on the website. It looks a bit like thrown together because it does. Their website looks a bit like they've just made it up because they don't need it. It's like the first cohort of students were either devotees of them for a long time or people who like me got the email and just went yeah this is a full-on full body yes Mm. and I think that type of level of yes was kismet it just is people being attracted into a community and for me I was quite happy to pay for friends because I spent the first quarter of this coaching course coaching with one person and it would always come back to I need community I need people around me because I literally was sitting in my little flat with beautiful view but on my own and you said to me in one of our very early coaching sessions beautiful view but just empty of people and I'm like yeah but we met 
week one. <laughs> like, yeah. And, you know, you just put a message on, into our Facebook group saying you needed to do some coaching. Exchanges. Yeah, I need, I need to do coaching hours. <laughs> I need my hours. Um, and I already had coaching hours. So I had loads of clients and people who I was working with. So I didn't really need to have the coaching exchanges, but I wanted them because I wanted feedback. I wanted other coaches to give me feedback. So I was like, one or two coach exchanges is all that I'll do. And you'd put your message onto Facebook. And I went on and was like, oh, that saves me putting a natural message out there because I'm not quite sure I want to, like, blast I need coaching hours to 84 people. And I sent you a direct message. And I'd seen that you were in L.A. And I was like, I'm in South Africa. The time zones are going to be insane. But how do you feel about making it work? And um, I resonated <laughs> with your message. Is like yeah. the message that you sent. Everybody else was just kind of like, yeah, you know, we'll see. Send me your schedule. But you were very much like, and this is what I love. I'm, I love efficiency right. and like critical thinking and, yeah. and working stuff out to make the most out of every moment. Yeah. And you were like, well, we need to think about this. We need to think about this. And I was like, all right, I'm going to get along <laughs> with, this, with this person. Well, then it was simply like, do you want to be a coach? And then step into the client. Do you want the, to be a client and then step into the coach seat? Because if stuff comes up and you're like all emotional, you then don't want to flip the hour and step into the coach seat. Right. And so I said to you, like, let's coach on separate days. Let's, let's split it up. Let's yeah, split yeah, yeah. It up. And so we found a way to make it work. And then lo and behold, <laughs> like every time we spoke, it was never less than two hours twice yeah. a week for six months. And you want to talk about just coaching within that life within that mm. planning within that, mm. um, just insights upon insights upon insights mm -hmm. and we definitely I think healed each other mm -hmm. in ways that we didn't, didn't know even that realize we, we needed, needed. Yeah. Uh, which is something really amazing about how the universe God everything works yeah. um, at least in my mind mm. it's like you always hear um, you know, if you want to be in a relationship, stop trying, stop looking for the person and they just show up. Well, in this, I personally, and I'm not going to speak for you on this, but I needed healing and a mentor and just a lot of other things. And it was not something that I was necessarily looking for. Yeah. And then a lot of that showed up in... Yeah. Uh, our relationship as mm. it developed. Mm. Um, no, we are not lovers. We are not. It's a shame. Brace can't can't handle this. <laughs> no, I, I, I would be uh, j jumping in the deep end. Although, guys, I keep getting asked like if we are because I'm the single one. Brace is what I call very married. His wife is adorable and a deep friend of mine, and like. We're going out to dinner next week and Brace isn't coming. So. No, I'm not. So, yes. I'm getting left at the house with the dog. Like, <laughs> we will eat bonbons and watch uh, chick flicks. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Yeah, Riley will be like totally there with the kind of like <laughs> chick flick. So, yes. But our friendship is a weird one that I yeah, can't it's, even... It's, it's super deep and uh, very connected. And we are very much aligned on what coaching is for us, what we want to do in the world with yeah. these skills that we've been able to develop in our own separate paths and where Victoria is extremely strong, I am not the strongest, mm -hmm. and vice versa. And we complement each other very well. And so we have decided to develop our own coaching company 
and I put quotes around company because it's such an enigma, but not at the same time, because yeah. we have so many amazing ideas and about how to take coaching to the next level yeah. because of Victoria's uh, past history in functional medicine. So many doors have been opened up. Um, and it's it's crazy, actually, because I spent our course trying to really much distance myself from the medicine side mm-hmm, of things. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, and we were still going to build our coaching yep. company. And we were, I was going to say just going to be coaches, but it's difficult to describe if you haven't been in our presence. But I got a lovely testimonial this morning from someone, actually. And like this is we're really good at what we do because it is an expression of our souls. And that I believe is universal. Like if you are expressing your soul in your career and in your job and how you show up, you're just brilliant at it. And that's where we sit within this. And we are really effective transformational coaches. And yeah, there's so much else. And what we are building, should we go into this now? I'm so excited. Yeah, what we are do it, building, do it. Take the, take the reins, get, get nuts, yeah. girl. Yeah. So what we are building within Unveil um, is a a different way to really experience the coaching environment. Mm-hmm. So our core and our center is one-to-one or two-to-one where mm-hmm. people get both mm-hmm. of us yeah. coaching, which is, let's just say it's an experience because we are like pincer movement accurate in our level of insights together. Mm-hmm. Um, so two coaches and a real collaborative teamwork coaching. So maybe if there's one thing that one one of us takes, but we talk about it, we case study, we, we evolve somebody together. Um, but we have what we call the eight branches of insight, which we bring into our coaching. And we really wanted to share the legacy story of this because it matters for what these eight branches of insight are. Because we know that there's a lot of facets to human health. Yes. And I've swam in all of them yes. <laughs> and I have expertise in all of them mm-hmm. and so for us and we have no qualms about revealing our method here because we know that where we sit in this industry is extremely unique extremely unique yeah. um, and so we start with understanding all of the bits that go into making a human being optimized and optimized on every level so the foundation is the coaching because as I said before there is this kind of need to be okay with yourself and safe within yourself from an energetic soul perspective and that actually breeds health it is a it's a force of nature which emanates through you then yeah. of radiance and health yeah. but there are of course other elements so we look at sleep mm. we look at nutrition mm. we look at movement so exercise but generally movement because of my history, we also look at people's genetics and their genetic code, so the blueprint of how they are born to be genetically. We also look at biomarkers, so we can leverage blood testing, stool testing, hormone testing, all of that kind of stuff. Well, and explain, because I was unfamiliar with biomarkers. Yeah. yeah. So biomarkers are very much about what's your body doing. So we can look under the surface of how your body is actually performing by actually checking the function of various systems. So mm. it's very surface and we're kind of breaking it down into blood testing and we're looking at stool testing, which can show us digestive health and we're looking at hormones, which can show us hormone health. Mm-hmm. The key thing to say for me about biomarkers is that the way we will use them in Unveil is completely unique. I will not be testing somebody's hormones and then fixing them from a hormonal level. I will use the hormone data to understand an inner world. So particularly for women, our hormones are very responsive to our inner 
relationships to femininity. Yeah. And I'll give you a personal example of this. Through my illness, I lost my menstrual cycle for 13 and a half years. I didn't get it back because I was the right weight or because I was eating the right foods or because I was seed cycling. And anyone who's like on the hormone websites will know what that means. <laughs> I got it back because I was walking around London and there were lots of mums with prams and like babies. And I just had that moment of, oh, I really want to not be able to not have the option. I really want to be able to choose when the time comes that I can have a baby. A couple of weeks later, menstrual cycle. It's that responsive. So when we're looking at hormone data or blood data, immune function data, we're looking at how your body is actually performing right now, but we use that to inform our coaching work. So that's the way it works with Unveil. And we will also look at epigenetic data. So epigenetics is the health of your um, DNA right now today. So you can call it DNA age, like how old are you compared to how old is your DNA? And that's a marker that we can track over time and it is possible to reverse your epigenetic age, it's possible for your DNA to look younger than you actually are. So it's just an interesting element to bring in. So that's mm. a huge piece of what can inform what we know is the problem underneath the surface. And I really do mean that. Your symptoms are symbols, and it's a symbol, symbolic representation of how your energy is operating through your body. And yes, there are real external things at times, and we can support all of that. You know, I've done seven years of functional medicine. If there's somebody with a toxicity problem, mold toxicity, metal toxicity, we can support that. But there's also a, why is that happening for you underneath? Yeah. And we'll walk you through all of that. Yeah. Uh, and even as you're talking, you know, I, I kind of <laughs> picture popped into my head, basically of a, of a, of a <laughs> I hope this doesn't sound too weird, but like a tunnel. And the, in a tunnel, you can go both directions. The soul affects the body and what's happening to the body also affects what the soul is experiencing. Right. We call or, that a bi-directional relationship. Ah, see, I'm learning. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Well, and this is cool because like, um, there's so much that is complex within this that requires the qualifications of a functional medicine practitioner, but there's also so much which is just energetic observations over time where, you know, it's probably quite obvious if you broke down female hormones, you'd go, oh well, yeah, their emotions about their femininity would affect that. You could probably work it out. Um, and that's where we'll sit with this. It's like having that inspiration of, of both of us to actually go, mm, what, what's the underlying for this? Yeah. And speaking of underlying, one of our key <laughs> sexy health tech parts of one of our branches is biometrics. Slightly different, mm. but really exciting. So I am lucky enough to have been in the performance medicine space for a long time. So I have access to a lot of gadgets, a lot of observational things where we can check the nervous system function, which brings yeah. me back to the health of your nervous system determines. Optimization. Yes, and it determines absolutely everything. So we can look at your heart rate variability. We use our biometrics to help your sleep. We use biometrics to actually inform us of the, the your personal response to stuff that you do. So yes, it's very cool that you meditate, but hang on, where should you meditate? Does meditation really chill you out or does it actually slightly activate your nervous system? Where are you going to put that in your day? We can tell you all of those things because we're the data which supports that and I love that piece um, because it's getting my science fix yeah but the spirituality is so much underneath it so obviously another branch of our shall I move on or do you want to talk about biometric well, I, well, I, I, I was like, like I was like kind of like on the edge of my yeah, seat yeah, yeah, yeah. over here <laughs> just like my energy was definitely up and yeah. forward um well one of the fascinating things uh, you know that you were talking about is the heart rate variability yes uh, I, I almost couldn't say that word <laughs> um but it's super interesting and this is one of the things that i'm learning and i love science so all this i'm like really kind of geeking out on mm. um is 
the 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 space in between your heartbeats yes. is indicative of how your nervous system is able to shift and change. Right. And so this is the whole thing about uh, coaching, about life, about everything. It's not that things are perfect. That's never the, the goal. Mm-hmm. The goal is, can you adapt and respond appropriately to the situations as they present themselves to you? Literally, that is coaching in a nutshell. That's how we want you to get to by the end of working with us. And it's not everything's always going to be fine and dandy because you can't control for that. But right. you can modulate and support your nervous system capacity to expand, to hold, and to react. And we can measure that. So what we hope to do over time is have enough biometric data for coaching as a method to truly regulate the nervous system because it is visible, it's measurable, and it's a question of actually someone doing the experiments. And with Unveil, we can get to do that. Yeah, and it's, and it's awesome because it's not all just woo-woo, let's meditate and envision a light beaming down into our you know third eye or whatever. Right. It's like literal science data mm-hmm. that can help us determine what is working what is not working right. what methods are are resonating for you specifically right. and then we get to adjust every and every single client's oh totally uh, different yeah yeah, yeah. program package program whatever. package however you know you want to say it is is for the individual right. it's not just one size fits all it's right. like yeah we get to shift and change these things around because your life and your experiences are absolutely 100,000 percent unique right. to you and it should be treated as such right. had you know doctors yeah. in the past gone in with what you were experiencing mm-hmm. and not been like okay well this is it and that's the diagnosis and that's it and we're not even gonna consider anything else mm-hmm. Maybe there would have been a little bit more healing for you earlier in your life. And And the fascinating thing is as well, it's like we're not attached to anything. So what wearable do you want to wear for your biometrics? We don't care. We can use anything because we're just good at using the data. And it's that combination of absolutely honed and brilliant intuition with technical health tech data, which is cutting edge and leading science. Mm -hmm. And it's simple stuff like we might think that coaching three times a month or four times a month is the right thing. If you have a massive nervous system response after a coaching session, maybe dropping you down to two a month is fine. And it's literally those things that we can shift and change for each individual client. Mm -hmm. And we've mentioned coaching together. Maybe your nervous system goes through a massive problem when it coaches with both of us. So we pull one of us out the room, see how you respond differently. Because everything about life is about safety. And if your nervous system is feeling unsafe, you'll be slightly threatened and you'll be pushed against the edge. Mm -hmm. And we get to completely create create that container of safety and also spoiler alert if we feel that you need to be pushed to the edge we'll put the thing in the room that actually makes you stressed and we will take you there because we got this capacity to truly know how to personalize your coaching and it's what we we are not specialists in any single coaching method we have a huge variety of experience and sometimes it's our intuition that's going to say oh this this method this week or this really works and oftentimes it does but what we have with unveil is a huge ability to up level and transform the coaching experience so it becomes totally biofeedback related and the best part about this is that you as the you know the client get to look at all your data as well and you get to learn more and more and more about yourself yeah and the more you know about yourself the better coach you're going to be for yourself Yes, and we will come on to that bit at the end. I just want to go yeah, yeah, yeah. No, please. our other two branches. So we do have two more branches. So one of them is to do with transformational experiences. Mm. Now, 
This is to do with things like breathwork and psychedelics. Within Unveil, we are not going to take the responsibility yet for doing those experiences because these are specialist, specialist, very intense processes that require truly grounded, gifted humans who are uniquely doing that oftentimes. It is that kind of thing where you need somebody who all they do is walk people through psychedelic experiences. All they do is powerful breathwork because that's... That's what you deserve if you're going to have these kind of experiences. And what we are privileged enough to have is a huge network. So we know who to take you to, uh, what to take you towards, because we will have been with you and we will know the kind of problems or or issues or whatever we want to call it that you're dealing with. And we will know how to recommend the correct and appropriate solution. And it isn't that complete oh my God, there's a million psychedelics and everyone's talking about it now. Let's just try and see where we end up. Actually, there is an ability to really direct your experience through transformation. Because each individual psychedelic has strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Like if... And they all have their own type of energy that goes with them. And I don't know if that makes sense to everyone, but... Well, I think if you look at it from like... A lot of these psychedelics are plants. Yes. So they have a unique kind of archetype around them. Yes, they do. Uh, like there's one that has like a grandfather energy. Right. Uh, there's one that has a mother energy. Mm-hmm. There's one that has a very masculine energy that men gravitate to more than women. Mm-hmm. And depending on what is going to open you up and reveal... Um, Secrets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to say secrets, but re- reveal more to you about yourself. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going where to we'll to guide you toward. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so that um, we want to be very clear about in terms of not taking on the responsibility necessarily personally, but the ability to take people there. But then the final the final branch of insight is uh, one that's de- near and dear to my heart because it is very much where I started, and that's the self awareness system of human design and the spiritual Mm. transmission that is Gene Keys. And somehow, it is my language, I literally speak through reading people's human design and Gene Keys. It is something that I am blessed enough to feel like it's imprinted and embodied within my being so that I can just run people's charts and actually really give them a deep insight into various elements of their aura, how they're here to interact with the world, their wounding and how they're built to shut themselves down. Also within that, how to open themselves up all about prosperity and abundance, how to make decisions better than like just guessing, and how to really live from a physiological basis um, of letting your body be your authority and guide you through life. And that is a super unique part of Unveil because I have 20 years experience in both of those systems. So actually having it, having your human design from somebody who's completely embodied within it and has lived within the system and was trained within the system with the originator is a very different experience. Yeah. I mean, just to share my own personal story, when you did my human design, it was my first insight into, oh, wow, this is also why I am the way that I am. Right. Why I think the way that I think. Because yeah. the way that you think is not necessarily because, oh, you know, mom and dad told me that I was not good enough or what or yeah. whatever. It's just like, it's just naturally the way that I think, the way that I interact with people, how... Um, people are attracted to me or not attracted to me, Mm. why that is, Mm -hmm. where my strengths Mm. are. And it's actually up-leveled me and how I move through 
the mm. world, how I understand myself, yeah. which also brings more compassion, empathy, and forgiveness for this for the self. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're like, why am I the way that I am? And it's like, oh, now mm. I understand why I, why I'm the way that I am, and that's not a bad thing. That's actually a strength. Mm. And well, you and get that's to it. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and within human design, it's very easy within kind of the Instagram world of human design just to think, oh, it pigeonholes you into being this own only this oh, way. Oh no, 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 no. That's not how I do human design, and it's not how anyone who I take people through their human design and their gene keys because I leverage both together. Um, how I take people through it is very much exploring the potentials within the energetic definitions and exploring the magnificent potentials within the openness and how you're here to to sample the world and the, the kind of energy field of consciousness and how to live within it in a way that is truly settled within your nervous system yeah. and it's powerful yeah it makes you so much more efficient yeah it makes you so much more efficient yeah when you know oh, this is how I need to approach situations as opposed to what I was doing. There's a reason everything kept backfiring. Mm -hmm. It's because I was trying to force my way in Mm -hmm. or trying to make it happen Mm -hmm. when really sitting back would have worked. But Mm -hmm. then there are people like me, my design, I'm I'm supposed to force my way in, Mm -hmm. in a a way. Uh, I say force my way in, but it's, it's, the more direct that I am, the the better results that I get. And And other people are not like uh, that. Not like that. And it's really interesting in terms of the fact that, you know, you can, you, it's just an experiment and you start to experiment with how you're born to be and you realize oh shit okay it actually does work <laughs> yeah it's very very cool but it's just to very, say, very cool like and just to, as we kind of round out this exploration of us and coaching and unveil coaching i really want to make it clear that what we've just described we can get excited about but there are reason there's, there's a reason why it's part of our eight branches of insight mm. and there's a reason i'm not a human design reader or a gene keys reader mm-hmm. there's a reason i'm not a nutritionist anymore mm-hmm. it's because it all matters. And yes. having the soup of everything within a coaching container is a incredible opportunity yeah. to transform everything. Yes, because you are not just one level. You are not one facet. You are a combination of so many parts of the spectrum right. of life. Right. And there is more than just the macro there is more than just the micro there is more than just the spiritual all of them work in tandem right together and to ignore one facet of that right you lose the i don't know the entirety of everything yes and the whole thing is like having somebody who can who is expert at pointing out where you need to go at any different moment in time is something that people often don't aren't lucky enough to have in their lives and that's that's what can make this seem overwhelming oh my god i need to think about sleep and nutrition and movement and genetics and oh my god how am i buying my... yeah, yeah. having us as the linchpin and the controller of all of the kind of information where particularly me because i've been used to using all of this for a long time but where i have developed an incredible awareness is what to use when what to prioritize when when to just go dude like we need to just prop you up with some supplements because this is never going to work if we're, unless we get you here or hang on you need to go see your doctor and get this sorted versus this is all the inner work and that that's my responsibility within unveil i am the performance medicine lead and that means that i have the oversight of really supporting people within their kind of transformation in designing the journey and knowing exactly what needs to be brought in at any given moment in time and that is a deep responsibility which I take on with that weight because people 
are trusting us with their lives. Yeah, and, and don't get us wrong. This is not like an opportunity to upsell or anything like that. Oh, this okay. is this is like, you can absolutely tell us, like, uh, that doesn't make sense to me. It's like, all right, well, then let's, let's look at that. Great. I love it. And there are a million other coaches that we can refer you to. But if yeah, people yeah, yeah. are wanting this level of support and intensity and fun, I realize we've made this podcast really somber by now. And actually... <laughs> You think? <laughs> right. well, we I don't know. But we are hilarious. We think we're hilarious. Like, and we do like we leverage humor so much because it is the way through so many things. Yeah, this is this journey doesn't have to be doom and gloom and oh my god, Dude, I have it can to be with you around, can it, Bryce? It's like you'd like boring. when it's, you know, it's like so dull. Bryce is still an actor, basically, guys. So when he's like <laughs> just a little bit, like he'll just leverage some kind of skit or like he'll just like do a bit for us. You know what? You're never gonna be bored, right? You're never gonna be bored. You're never gonna be bored. I, that's one thing that my life, my wife, life and wife, right. ah, that's Aww. totally interchangeable. No. Um, looks forward to. It's like she's like, I will never be bored with you ever, ever, ever. Right. So. Good luck, everybody. I know. I know. And it's funny, actually, because when I, when I met your wife, I've told you this, but when I met your wife, I was like expecting her to be a little bit like me in terms of that kind of energy. And she's so chill. She is so adorable. Oh, my goodness. She's just, she just takes all of your kind of stuff. And I... Well, I wouldn't say takes. It was like she welcomes it with open arms. That's what I would... Uh, yeah. yeah. Email us. Like, <laughs> agree to disagree there. Right. <laughs> like so there's sometimes where I will totally just meet you where you're at and we'll have like a 20 minute like exchange of jokes and there are times when I'm just like yeah your wife's given me permission that I don't have to do it all the time like yeah, yeah. no you do not have to uh fill that uh pay attention to me tank. Yeah, right pay yes. attention to me yes yes and we did have many a, a coaching session over zoom um where you, you were like you don't have to indulge me you don't yes like, like, I know who I am. Yeah. It's like, I, I know who I am. It's like, and it's, just tell me that it's like, Brace, it's right. not appropriate. I know, yeah, not not right now, mate. Um, but it. yeah, and, and just to say, like, we are here in LA. Like, mm-hmm. I'm exploring staying here permanently. Yep. And there will be um, routes through for that. Um, and currently, things are a little bit... Uh, pulling all the resources in together, just for legality reasons in terms of where I can be and what, whether I can work and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to gravitate towards my community. So I was like, said to you, I'm coming out to LA. And you were like, cool. And Bring it. Yeah. And it's been awesome. So we are US-based mm-hmm. and we can work with clients all over the world. Yeah. A lot of stuff that we do will be fulfilled through the US. Um, but it's exciting. And I really just want to close out this podcast by saying that, yes, we've talked a lot about what Unveil coaching is. And it's a lot. And we will bring a lot to the table because we are a lot as human beings and we have learned not to apologize for that. Mm. However, I really want this to be an advert for coaching. And everyone has different budgets and everyone has different timescales and everyone has different needs. And if you are at all resonating with anything that we've said, and I can't imagine that you won't be because transformation and being your best self seems to be like a a no-brainer, find yourself a coach. It's not an American thing, Brits, please. It's not. Uh, an unnecessary luxury it's an invitation for you to truly live this life in a way that you're going to be on your deathbed sorry to be morbid and you're going to be proud of and you're going to be I actually lived as me for the majority of my existence and I'm really pleased with the way that turned out man I'm so glad you said that because I just had a session 
was it Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yes, day before yesterday? Day before yesterday. And I asked my client, mm-hmm. I said, on your deathbed, mm-hmm. are you going to look back on your life mm-hmm. and have regrets and be, you know, it's like, yeah, there were some good times, but yeah. man, I wish... I could have overcome this mm. or really lived my life to the fullest or yeah. know that if everything's not wasn't going great, I still enjoyed every moment. Mm-hmm. Or mm. do you want do you want to be able to say, I did that. Mm. I did all that stuff. I went all in. I mm. I didn't accept things the way that they were and I didn't have to. There was nothing stopping me from being everything and enjoying every single, again, facet of this life mm. that I was gifted. Mm-hmm. This is why we're so unlo- aligned. What a, what yeah. a gift. Yeah. What a gift. And you don't have to settle. You don't have to settle. <laughs> you don't. Like, no, nothing is ever perfect, ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Like, the journey is constant and will last until the day that you leave this planet. Mm-hmm. But, man... I can't imagine now, knowing what I know now, mm. looking back on my life, it would have been so sad mm. had I not had this journey. It would have mm. been so sad. So many hurts and just things that I didn't understand, things about myself that I just didn't like. Mm. It's like, man, it was a shadow and a lie. Mm. It was false. Mm. And so many of us run around mm-hmm. hating this version, this imaginary version that isn't truly us. It's something that was kind of constructed, constructed like a like almost like a quilt. Yeah, you know, different parts of that quilt are patches from different times in our lives, and mm-hmm. we walk around with this quilt covering us, mm-hmm. like and the thing a, like that a you're ghost. Hating is the quilt. Yeah. And you get to, I don't unveil, know what I'm trying to unveil. say. Unveil. You get to unveil yourself Literally, underneath the quilt. You. Oh, my God. Wow, was, that I, was so obvious, I, I, to- I totally should have had it, and I blew it. I blew it, ladies and gentlemen. No wonder I'm not in the entertainment industry any longer. Jeez. Oh, just you. No, but. Uh, you do. You get to unveil. And whether you choose to do that with unveil or whether you choose to do that with a coach, yeah. that's not the thing. The thing is that you get to do it. Start the journey. Mm. Start really looking into who you know deep, deep down. Even if that voice has been pushed back so far that you can barely hear it, you know that it's still there because even in that whisper, it speaks louder than any other voice in your mind's eye, in your heart, that there's more for you. And there is. You just got to go and get it. And we get the privilege of helping facilitate that journey and make it super efficient. You can do it, you know, what with what Victoria had to do. And it could be a 20-year journey. If that's where life takes you, great. Or we can optimize it. I mean, we've, we've come we've put together so many amazing tools to make it as efficient as possible and then we just come in with big hearts and open minds and we're like let's let's get nuts mm. let's get nuts together mm-hmm. i mean and and yeah. a, 
a journey with us, just to be honest, is six months and people can work with us for up to a year, mm-hmm. but not longer. We will not take any clients unless there's truly exceptional circumstances for longer than a year. And that's our commitment to your process because yeah. we know that after a year with us, you will have equipped yourself with so many tools and so much self-awareness that you actually don't need us anymore. And that is the greatest thing. We get to yeah. we get yeah. to let our babies graduate. <laughs> fly, <laughs> fly, fly. Right. And, and that's, it's the most tortuous part of a coaching relationship, saying goodbye sometimes, but it's actually the most, most gift that we can have. Mm. Where we go, oh, because you being you sends a ripple effect through your entire network, through your ancestry, through your generations to come you are choosing to be the interruption and you are choosing to be so self in a world that is filled with people who are running around being people that they're not and that cannot help but cause ripples and change everyone in your network everyone in your family and it's a gift because truth resonates and truth resonates and brings people up to the vibration of that truth and you will by investing in yourself actually physiologically change everyone around you and that's why it's so exciting and we get to be on this journey with people yeah and i don't know like could you think of a better job no right not at all right be the interruption guys Mm. be the interruption Ooh, what a special place Mm. for generations stuff may have gone the exact same over and over just patterns repeated over and over and you get to be the anarchy within your own world mm. oh, <laughs> nothing changes without that interruption yeah it's like i'm gonna be super cheesy Go on, then. ratatouille the movie it's like he says like uh the the main character says to his dad he's like life is change it's like evolve mm. if you're not evolving you die like the dodo <laughs> don't die like the dodo be the interruption. Mm. Shift it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm. Okay, I'll shut up. And I think we will shut up now. I think that is the close of podcast number two. My name is Brace Harris. And I am Victoria Fenton. And we are... Unveiled. <laughs> <laughs>